Hey everybody, happy New Year's Eve and happy New Year's in some other places. Today I have a special show with a special friend of mine. He goes by the name of Artie Hoffman and so happy to be here today. Hey Artie, how's it going? Let's give him a show. Hmm. I wonder... Hey everyone, welcome back to my show, A Voice to Be Reckoned With, with your host, Freddie Joy. Today we have an honorary guest that has came back to hang out with us on New Year's Eve, Artie Hoffman. Hey Artie. Thank you, thank you. Hey sweetheart. Hey, how are you? It's good, it's a pleasure to share time with you on this last day of 2019. Yes, it so is. And to be honest, you would have been a person that you have, if you had to choose a set of people to spend the last, uh, you know, day of the year, you would have been one of, on my favorite list. You would have been one of them. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, right yeah. back at you, sweetheart. Got to have positive energy around you, you know. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Energy, positive energy is so important. That's why I really like Artie, you know, he just... It just rolls right off of them. No, no, it really does. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's so all important. Yeah, it really is. It's very important to be around positive people and positive environments and stuff. And, um, you know, I, I feel like too many people allow themselves to be too complacent by allowing themselves to stay with people or, or the environment where it's very toxic. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, and uh, you know you need to make the changes, and you know if, if you choose to stay there, it's just not their fault. It's your fault too because you chose to stay there in that lower vibration and that lower energy. So you know I feel like that. You know if you want to change, you need mm-hmm. to change. You need to change your choices rather yep. than just being complacent. Stop bitching and complaining about how they suck, how the work environment sucks, how life sucks. Well, then change. No one's stopping yep. you. Change. Yep. I, I totally agree. I hear it all the time, no matter where I'm at. No matter where I'm at, at work or wherever. And I'm a, I always think, you know, I'm like, well, if it's so bad, then we're going to do differently. You know, what are you going to do? You know? Right. And, and a lot of people, because of, they, they choose to stay in relationships or they choose to stay at work because it's either uh, a financial codependency or an emotional codependency. And um, the thing is, I call it what's known as golden handcuffs. You have a job or a relationship or a situation where the benefits are just good enough to keep you there even though you're not happy. Golden handcuffs. Hmm. And it's nothing but by your choice that you choose to stay in a really crappy situation and um, you know a lot of people again because of the benefits it could be because of the money because of the benefits itself because of the easy travel or because of where their kids are at or there's certain conveniences but yet you wake up every day hating being in your relationship or hating going home or hating going to your job and that's a terrible way to live yeah, it is. 
you know and, and so people say all right 2020 is going to be a new year new beginnings and things don't change if you don't change things right. are just going to continue on into the next new year if you don't make those changes Yep. I always see it as like, well, if you haven't done anything yet by now, what makes the new year <laughs> any different? You know, I kind of want to already go into the new year already, chain, have, you know, on that, on my way already. Yeah, you no know? kidding. Yeah. Wow. So, but no, so, but like I was saying, you know, a lot of people say, all right, I'm going to start, the, I want to lose the weight. I want to start, you know, uh, working on myself. I want to start, uh, going us back to school and to better myself or to get that job that I always wanted and you know and it's like and that's all fine and dandy but you know you got to put your nose to the grindstone you got to be able to deal with a lot of inconveniences when you're going after what you want you know when you're uh, say if you're writing a book say you're you're making a living say you're taking care of a family you know it cuts into your social time or your personal time yeah. So you have to be willing. It's all about sacrifice, too. You know, what are you willing to sacrifice to get what it is you say you want? You know, and uh, you got to be able to have uh, the will and the strength to be able to stick with that diet that you so promised yourself a thousand times that you wanted to do. You know, and so it's like, you know, it's it's tough. You know, it's really yeah. tough. Yep, the discipline. It's like discipline. Yeah, like disciplining yourself to. It's all about discipline and having the strength. But you know, you know, it's smart to do it after the holidays so that you're not with all that temptation. But you got to start, you know, being very conscientious about making the right choices. And and um, you know, once you get into a rhythm, once you get into a routine, then you know. Uh, it's not so hard to stick with it. But if you're wishy-washy, then, you know, a lot of people are into just satisfying the moment rather than what's doing for the long term, what's best. Yeah, for true. And then they end up screwing themselves over, whether it be a diet or a relationship or whatever it is. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how like with the with human beings, how we difference that you're speaking of the diet and having to discipline yourself and you know and have to be you know serious and all versus and that's on your own your own will by your own choice but yet say for instance there's a, a job or something that required us where there it has to be done for or there's some kind of a consequence either you can't work here or you're gonna you know what I mean like you're forced into doing something and then you, we tend to do those things but if you give us a choice <laughs> then it becomes a whole in the bar park. But if you're told if you don't do this or we don't we can't do XY or you know what I mean, pay you can't pay your bill, you know, certain things that have to be like taken from us or like held you know what I mean? Kinda like told that it seems like we're we can adapt to stuff if we feel if we don't have a choice, basically. But when we have choice, our own free will, then we like things become more complicated for us and we tend to you know, does that make sense? Kind of how. Well, the saying. thing is, the bottom line is, people need to feel worthy mm-hmm. of having a good quality life, yeah. and they need to feel worthy about having a good partner in their life. And a lot of people are so conditioned throughout their whole life 
to have a certain way of life, even if it's not good, that they mimic just what they know. Yeah. And, you know, and that's not, you know, and, and you're not be, being respectful to yourself. People respect you as much as you respect yourself. Amen. And, and uh, if you don't respect yourself, then people aren't going to walk over you or they're not going to treat you as nice. You know, you have a few people who will treat you nice no matter what, you know. But on the most part, people really do only treat you as well as you treat yourself. And that's why there are people will treat you one way when you're at work. Uh-huh. Your family will treat you. I'm sorry, your family will treat you in another way. You know, again, according to how you treat yourself. And then your friends will treat you in another way according to how you handle yourself when you're with them. So, you know, how well, how do you want to be looked at? How do you yeah. want to be respected? How do you want to be uh, appreciated or whatever? Um, so you need to hold that same energy for yourself. And then other people will respect you in that same light. Well, you got to know your own self-worth. Yeah, and that's and that's really what it is. It's, it's all about having your self-worth. And, um, you know... You know, people, it's funny, people also have a hard time, you know, it's nice to be nice to other people, but sometimes when people do good for other people or money is offered to them, they go, oh, no, thank you. Oh, no, thank you. No, thank you. And they push away money or they push away, you know, goods or services that come to them for doing their job well done or whatnot. And some people have a hard time receiving money you know, when they're doing nice things for other people. But, you know, because a lot of times in church, this is the funny thing. Church or the temple will say, you know, you're raised like, oh, when you ask things for God, you shouldn't ask for money. I say hell no to that. I, I feel like you should ask for money. Don't be afraid to ask God or the universe for money. Because when you take care of yourself, when you're well provided for, that means not only is your life well provided for, but now you can take care of other people in a very healthy manner and the funny thing is you know the temples or the churches growing up will tell you you know the money is the root to all evil and you shouldn't ask god for money but then once their sermons is over they'll, they'll start asking you for money <laughs> right <laughs> and i'll say well you know i would love to give you the money father or i'd love to give you the money rabbi but i don't want to add to all that negative energy that you said we shouldn't be creating <laughs> ourselves of <laughs> no, they're like no we said God you used to ask us and we'll give it to them <laughs> yeah Baby. and then they'll say oh well I'm sorry we can't uh, you know marry you or we can't do the funeral here or we can't do that there we can because you don't donate enough you don't you know whatever it's like oh so you're asking us for money but you just said that money is the root to all evil and I don't want to add into your bad habits <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know, so it's very hypocritical, very contradicting. We all need money. Listen, money, money and sex is in everything, but it's extremely important in life. And I feel like it's very important to have. It's very important to express. And uh, I feel like it's very important. Um, it's just a way of life. It really is. And people think, well, oh, if you have, you know, people have too much money, they're greedy. And it's not having too much money that's greedy. It's what you choose to do with it is what's greedy. You could have lots and lots of money, but if you're one that shares with the community, 
or shares with other people, then, you know, it's not so bad to have money because, you know, you're keeping the flow of beautiful energy going through you and it will grow and grow with you. Yeah. But using you know, your, bad, huh? using your blessings to, to help bless others. Yeah. But if you have all this money and you choose not to share it with other people or they're going through their tub of crap or whatever, and you choose not to do, not to help out other people, and you just keep it for yourself. It's like having all the food in the world. You're going to get a stomachache if you don't share right. food with other people. If you just have it for yourself. Exactly. You know, so it's all, again, it's all about respecting the energy. You know, you need to respect yourself. You need to respect your fellow man. You need to respect the energy of money. You know, sex is great, but, but are you doing it, um, in a promiscuous way? Are you doing it because I really love you? Are you doing it? You know, sometimes it's okay to have it just to have it. You know, it's okay. Uh, but so long as you're not doing it with the intent of, you know, hurting someone else, then it's yeah. all good. And again, you know, it's all about respect. And if people are disrespecting you and you're choosing to still stay there under those hard circumstances, well, then you're not respecting yourself. Yep. So you just got to block them out. You just got to block them out from from hurting themselves more with their karma or hurting you. So, and when you tell people, you know, this is not good enough, then what you're doing is you're basically teaching them that, you know what? Uh, I just lost a really good friend or I just lost a really good partner in life. So, and now I need to step up my game because, you know, but so long, if people keep yeah. on accepting other people with their bad choices or their bad behavior, then... You know, it's, uh, they're never going to get better or they're always going to be little, little crap heads. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so true. Yep. You know, very, so very it's not true. until people say no to their bad behavior that you're going to force them to have to change. But if you don't stick up for yourself or if you don't say something to them, then they're going to keep on being a little shithead. And that's just, mm -hmm. You know, you're not going to change their ways and they're not going to change because why should I change? I still get what I want. Still got exactly. my friends. And, you know, and, and other people might not appreciate you or who you are or what you're doing. And, but you I, keep on son, Yeah, I tell my son, uh, people will treat you the way you allow them to. So, you know, people will be like, why do they treat me like that? Why? Because you allow them to. <laughs> you let right. them. And when you've had enough, and you speak up, then people will listen. And sometimes you have to be who you are not to maintain who you are. I like so that. it might not. So it might not be within your character to be a loudmouth or to be a fighter. It might not be in your natural character. But if the situation calls for it, then by all means, then that's how you need to be. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, that person's not meant to be with, you're not meant to be with, you know what I mean? Even though that's not how you are, that, that's, that's not, that person's not the fit for you, you know what I mean? That person doesn't appreciate, you mean, the, your timidness or quietness or your however you may be. And yeah, I, my cousin, it's crazy to say that. My cousin, she's a, 
attorney, a really big a criminal attorney out here, and she uh, is doing, I think it's a book or something. I was just looking at it the other day. She, or she did like a video training online or something about uh, learning how to say no. <laughs> you know, telling, you know what I mean? It's a, and actually, I found it quite intriguing because, you know, some people have a problem. You know, they don't know how to say no. To yeah, because they're all people pleasers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I thought I thought that was very kind of cool that she, you know, because that is a, a issue for some for some folks, you know. They and you, so you hit it on the head, people please, you know. Yeah, and, uh, and, and, and listen, it's nice to be a people pleaser, and it's nice to do nice for other people or or pets or whoever, so long as it's being reciprocated with appreciation on some level. Exactly. Yep. If they're not appreciating you, then, you know, why are you going to keep on jumping through hoops if they're only going to knock you down more or if they're not appreciating you and they're being little poop heads, you know, it's like, give yourself a break. Start respecting yourself. Yeah. And they'll all start respecting you. (laughs) You know, that's that's right. That's right. You'll get respect. You know what I tell people? You know when you'll get respect? When you give respect. You don't give respect, you don't get respect. My father was like that. He didn't give respect to a lot of people, but he always wanted respect, but he didn't deserve it. Because my father was a really arrogant son of a gun. There are many things about his character I did not like. So, But, you know, he taught me what love is not, and my mom taught me what love is, so I was very blessed. Yes, yes. Yes, you are. I'm very blessed. Voting isn't just going to the polls on election day anymore. Options like early voting, mail-in voting, and ballot drop boxes are available to more voters and are growing in popularity. How to Vote, a tool created by Democracy Works, breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot, empowering you to decide when and where to vote. Democracy works best when we all vote, but misinformation and confusion about election procedures have resulted in low voter turnout. How to Vote, a tool created by Democracy Works, takes the guesswork out of the voting process. How to Vote is easy to use and helps folks from all over the country overcome many of the process barriers to voting. Democracy Works is committed to helping you vote no matter what. Their tool, How to Vote, does just that and these are some examples you sign up for election reminders see what's on your ballot get step-by-step assistance requesting your ballot explore your options for returning your voted mail ballot check your voter registration status find your polling site and make sure you have the appropriate ID listen up Decide when and where you'll vote this year at howto.vote. Yes, decide when and where you'll vote this year at howto.vote. Please, go check this out now. So... So, Artie, so what's going on for for you um, with the New Year's? Is there, is there anything in 2019 like that you uh, that you that you're excited about 
leaving behind? Hmm. That's a good question. Is there anything sad that I'm leaving behind? Or anything um, you're excited about leaving behind? Like anything in 2019 that you're like, whoosh, good riddance with, I'm peace, I'm, I'm out of here. You know, you something know what new. it is? It is, I, I feel like it is. It's, it's like, I feel like each year that goes by, I'm stepping up for myself more and more. So I'm, I'm, I'm leaving behind, I'm leaving behind my vulnerabilities. I'm leaving behind my vulnerabilities. I mean, I'm vulnerable with my emotions when it comes to my personal emotions, but I'm leaving behind, um, like, like you said, learn to say no to people, learn to stand up for yourself. So, you know, that I'm leaving behind the weakness of my character. That's what I'm leaving behind. Amen to that. Okay. So, and not the overall that I'm a very weak person, but there's always something more to improve or, you know, I did learn about myself and it's like, I got to stick up for my own integrity. Yeah, for sure. That's so true. Yeah. I feel, feel you. This, this year, um, very, a lot of things were revealed to me. Um, very disturbing, <laughs> you know, but at the same time. I mean, obviously I'm strong because I'm still standing and still and still have a positive outlook, but it's still disturbing and, and very, uh, very sad. But I'm, I'm happy that I I'm, I still find gratitude in knowing it, seeing it, you know what I mean, versus not seeing it. And maybe God had a plan for me to see these things now versus any other time. Let me tell you something. What's really interesting about life. When you, when you... Um, go through a really hard circumstance or situation you know there's new people that you're going to meet in your life because of your uh, because of your uh, bad experiences and because of your bad experiences believe it or not you'll meet new friends or you'll meet other people that could help you out in other ways whether it be your job whether it be your friendships uh, whether it be a love, but you know, a perfect example is that when I counsel people, being that I am the psychic that I am, you know, the spiritual advisor that I am, people, when they're in a happy relationship, sometimes uh, I listen to ladies still beating up their past and, uh, or they're beating up their husbands emotionally. And I'm saying, yeah, you could beat them up. And I understand why you're angry or upset with them. But, you know, uh, you wouldn't have had your kids had he had not come into your life. Or you wouldn't have met those other friends who used to be his friends. And now they're your friends. And now they're your best of friends. You would have never had them in your life had you have never gone through this bullcrap. So God does bring you certain blessings. And I've met a lot of really, really nice people because they lost their loved ones. Now, am I happy that they lost their loved ones? No. Are they, am I happy that they went through a really bad divorce? No. But because of that, they came to see me for some guidance or for some help to connect to their loved ones in heaven or to help them get through their situations in their life. And so because of their bad situation, 
a wonderful relationship or uh, uh, developed. Yeah. And now I'm really good friends with people who have gone through hell and back. And had it have not been for them losing their loved one or losing their spouse or whoever, I never would have met them. And yet we have great relationships. I have great relationships. So what's some of yours? What's some of yours that you uh, have left behind or, or what you're going for? Um, well, I'm excited about leaving behind. So it's a lot of things. Um, this, I call it, I summed it up the other day. I said, I'm, not, I'm coming to 2020 brand new. <laughs> I'm, I'm walking into 2020 brand new and I'm introducing myself all over again. Hi, my name is Brandy Joy. Happy to meet you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just just completely brand new, renewed from my thinking, from from my kindness, you know what I mean, that some people probably don't deserve. Um, being more of a voice, just like my show, when something needs to be said, I'm going to go ahead and say it. You know what I mean? Uh, I just turned 41, so I'm feeling myself right now. Wow, you're 41. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, awesome. I'm yes. like on this whole another plane where, you know what I mean, I feel myself coming into a, you know what I mean, more of a, of, you know, of myself. And I just, you know, I, I just, you know, I've always carried a confidence with me without even like really knowing it. That's how I grew up. I was just always just a very, you know what I mean, just that's how, how I am. But this one is more of a. Put it this way: you know what the beauty is? You know what the beauty is? That you have awareness. Some yes. people are just lost in their world. Some people are are just lost in their world, and um, they they don't even realize that they're lost. But when you have awareness that something is not right then that's a blessing because now you can make change changes yep. to make something better. Yeah. But possibly it, help, it, help others and help them discover their, you know what I mean? Right. Their and great self. Exactly. You know, yep. but it, it's having awareness is very, very important. Oh yeah, very, 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 very. I feel you know, like if because- I... I self-growth or anything like that then that's like if nothing changes then like what's going on here what am I doing right right you know and uh, but it's when you're aware of what's going on around you you can make healthier choices but it's a shame because some people are so caught up in their misery or so caught up in their way of life that they don't even realize that they're in a bad situation they don't even realize that their personality sucks or right. that their choices suck because to them that's their norm that's their norm so and it's a shame yeah so so it's like again when people are being very disrespectful to you or to others you know is that good enough for you you know you might not be able to change them and you won't but you can change yourself by making healthier choices on yeah, who you choose yeah, on, who you, on who you choose to hang with they're just them being them you know but if you're sometimes choosing, it's family too oh no a lot of times it's family yeah so again you know listen uh, 
when my parents were alive, you know, my mom was my number one person in my whole whole world. She was my everything. She was she was awesome. And my dad was very difficult to to be with. He was just had a very difficult personality. So as much as I loved my mother, my mother would always say, "All right, how come you don't come around more? How come you don't come?" Because dad is too hard to to hang out with. He's just a very it just his energy sucks so bad. It was just hard to hang with his energy and and I and I had a hard as much as I loved my mother, I had a hard time visiting them as as often as they wanted me to because my dad just had a very difficult personality to deal with and I I didn't like the way he was, always yank, always yelling, always angry. It's like I don't want to hang out in that crap. So, and I felt bad for my mom, but my brothers and I gave gave uh my mother an out many times to leave him and and to be and to live with us, you know, either any one of us. And she chose to stay. It's like, you know what, mom, no. It's your fault, you know, but she was afraid to leave whatever, even though she had her opportunities, but you know, it just sucked. So, but I, I learned, I, you know, over the years, I've learned from other people's mistakes. So I've learned because my father was such an arrogant person or the way he was. Unfortunately, a lot of people will, will mimic yeah, what they experience yeah. and, they'll, and they'll keep that legacy going. With me, the pain was so great what my father delivered emotionally to a lot of people. The pain was so great that I wanted to do be the exact opposite. I wanted everyone to feel comfortable around me. I didn't want anyone to be afraid of me. I didn't want anyone to be nervous of me just because I'm the boss of what it whatever it is I do or I am who I am. I always made it my business to be approachable to everybody, you know, and I and and to be funny or to be lighthearted or be inspirational or whatever. And if I'm in a really crappy mood, because I'm human too, when I'm in those really pissy moods, I don't want to be around people. I'd rather just be around myself. I don't want anyone's pity. I don't want to take my bad, my bad, uh, you know, energy or out out on anybody. My anger out on anybody. It's just I just rather be by myself and just either watch a movie or listen to the music I love to listen to or. You know, once in a while, you ha- you have those one or two friends who you could tell everything to, and it's good to be able to talk to somebody. But you know, for people who are really caught up in their own web of circumstances that they've created, or you know, or life just you know dealt them a, a really challenging hand, then it's really good to speak with a therapist, an outside party. So that you could get a lot of shit off your chest. Yeah. You know, it's important to talk out your feelings to other yeah. people. Got to. It'll just sit on you and sit on you and then it'll come out, you know, in ways that aren't healthy, obviously. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we can we only take so much, you know, and we have to we have to take care of ourselves mentally. I call it the check in. Like I always, I always check in with myself, and I, I check myself too. Do I do I like how I treat people? Do I am I am I okay with you know what I mean? You know I check in with because I have to check before I can call you know speak on anybody else. You know what I mean I definitely have to be hold myself accountable for 
who I am and how I am towards people or whatever situation. And, you know, so I, I, I do that. And I think if a lot of people did that, and they probably do, but portray something else. Because, you know, you know how people put on a show for you, but when they're alone, it's a whole different you know, ball game. They aren't that great as they make it seem or they're walking around and acting like they're just the pillar of the pew or whatever. But, you know, I think people always need to say it's okay to be alone and be to self and to take time to just pick in with yourself. You know what I mean? And, you know, and if you're a piece of crap, you treat people like shit, you know what I mean? Then you should probably change it because nobody likes to be treated like shit. <laughs> you know? Well, so, so some like, people, some people, unfortunately, when they're abused in a relationship, they actually think that that's love. If someone, if somebody's in a relationship and they're being beaten up, that in their screwed up way of thinking, if they're being controlled or manipulated or, or beaten up, they feel like, oh, they must really care about me. Or I did something that bad that they care about me, that they want me to do better. And it's like people actually think like that. And it's really, really a shame that people allow abuse or, or jealousy thinking that that's love. And, and jealousy is one of the lowest forms of energy on earth. You know, it really is. When, when you can't allow someone to be themselves or you can't be happy for someone else having something good, mm-hmm. then, you know, that's, that's a flaw in your character. I do I mean, that a lot. I, I mean, I'm envious of other people. I mean, I'm envious of my brothers because they have a wonderful family life. I don't have the same kind of family life that my brothers have. We get along great. But when I say I'm envious, envious is different than jealousy. Envious is when I'm really happy for you and I'm not angry, but I'm genuinely happy for you that you have that. I wish I had that. I'm so happy for you. Jealousy is, oh my God, I'm so angry. She's got, I want that so bad, and she's got that, or they got, I, I'm so angry that they have that. That's jealousy. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep, ugly, ugly thing, and it rears his head a lot. You know? It raises yep. what? I said it's an ugly, ugly thing, and, it, and jealousy rear, it rears his head, head a lot. Oh, yeah. If I tell people yeah. are haters and all that stuff, I said that's all a form of jealousy. You know, putting a bad, you know what I mean, vibe in the air, tearing somebody down every time something's good going and, you know what I mean? And that person that's always snickering or saying something, you know what I mean? That's, that's all some kind of, you know what I mean? It's all their own insecurities. Yeah, exactly. If, someone tell, tell fine, of, say. if someone's trying to control you, if someone's trying to manipulate you, if other people are jealous of you, it is strictly their own insecurities exactly that they're expressing exactly and, and it's not love that's not true love i mean yeah you'll show love in a sense if you are jealous of something mean, everyone has a little jealousy you know you're with a partner but if you have if you have pure trust in a relationship then you shouldn't be jealous of your partner i mean i used to tell my ex-wife and I couldn't believe this on the reaction from her, you know, because I was, you know, you know, when you, you make money, it's for us. And when I make money, it's for us, you know, and I would always take care of us in my previous relationship. And my ex-wife would literally get jealous and get angry with me for the amount of money that I was making on certain days. And I would be all excited about wanting to share it with her because she's my wife. I figured she'd be happy for me. And she actually became very jealous of me and became angry. 
And she goes, do you know how much effing uh, days I have to work to make the kind of money that you made in one? I can't believe it. She carried such a bitterness. And I just said, you know what? Now I know why you're my ex-wife. <laughs> Seriously. It's like, you can't be happy for me or you can't be supportive of me. She only wanted what she wanted, what benefited for her. And I did not like that at all. It was really nasty. And I just said, if, if your partner is not supporting you for who you are or what you like, you know, then you need to get rid of that partner. You need to, you need a partner in life who's going to support you and love you for who you are. Yeah. You know, and appreciate you for who you are and stuff. And you know what? And sometimes, sometimes people could be very insensitive or they could be, you know, uh, not realizing that they're being selfish. Or so sometimes if they're like that, sometimes people get caught up in their, their good news so much that they're not giving other people or their partner or anybody credit or, or giving them their, their, uh, the platform. They're not giving them the platform so they could share the spotlight. That's what I meant to say. Share the spotlight. You know, sometimes you get caught up in your own stuff. And so therefore you just have to speak up and say, hon, you know, it's not that I'm not happy for you. I am, but you know, it's like you keep on making it all about you. And there's more to our relationship than just about you. And a lot of times in a relationship, you know, um, the reason why relationships, some relationship work is because they both have one thing in common. They're both into that one person. So if you're, if you're with your spouse, the reason why the both of you are getting along is because he's into him and you're into him. So that's your common ground or you're into you and he's into you. So that's your common ground. But then after a while, it's going to get old and that's not going to be good enough. And then when you start becoming more aware of your own identity or, you know, what's important to you, you know, you know, don't you care about me or does it always have to be about you? You know, but it's also important that when you do have good luck your way, that you do share with your partner, whatever it is that you have, you know, yeah. and give them time, give them acknowledgement. You know, it's all about balance. Yeah. And, and if the energy is unbalanced, it's not going to last. The relationship won't last. Mm, that's so true. So true. Probably the reason why I'm not in one. Ah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. listen, you, you got, you know what you do? You put the energy out there. You put the energy out there to the universe. Yeah. Say, God, send me, time. <laughs> send me that time. wonderful man in my life. Yeah. Who could love me and support me. Who could, who's a good nurturer, a good communicator. Send me that person who's available, that person who's healthy, that person who's loving and kind, considerate and generous. Someone who has a pleasant personality and a nice disposition. Yeah. You know, thank you for bringing me this beautiful person. So you put the energy out there and you're going to attract that person. But if you say, I don't want this and I don't want that. And I don't want anyone who's doing this and I don't want anyone who's doing that. Well, guess what? You're going to attract that exact same person. Yeah. 
because that's where your energy is at. So only say what you do want, never say what you don't want. Important, you got to be happy within yourself. Yeah. If you're not happy within yourself, then you're going to make your relationship miserable. Yeah. Or you're going to be or your demands or your expectations are going to be way too high. Yeah. And uh you're going to put all that expectation into your partner when it's really not their responsibility to be that way. Yeah. You know? So, you know, it's it, again, it's about making yourself happy and then yeah. you project yourself. You know, things and people could only make you happy for so long and then all of a sudden, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it only lasts so long but the bottom line is you need to make you happy you yeah i think that's the reason why i'm okay. i've been so okay with that with being by myself for so long because i've, I've been uh single for like years <laughs> you, you know are. yeah yeah i've been quite okay with it but then it came a point where i was just like am i gonna be really okay with this i was like i'm gonna be a woman with a bunch of cats i was like so i didn't want to become too okay with it you know because i, I get comfortable comfortable but I'm like I, I was one of those kids that could entertain themselves so my sister left home quite early and so it was just me and my mom and my stepdad you know what I mean and I had you know and then so it was just me and house so I adapted really quick to be I could do it now I don't mind being by myself you know but the thought you know of actually having someone to share stuff those things or those happy moments with or that partner is just you know that's something that I look forward to not in a rush for but I look forward to it. But you want to know something? If you, as you're going to bed or when you're waking up or when you're in those modes, if you could just consistently imagine going home to someone you love or you can't wait to go home to being with somebody that really loves you, that will draw in the energy. It's these affirmations that will help draw in that energy of what it is you're looking for. You got to really be focused without distractions. And if you envision it, if you believe it, then it will definitely happen. You know, because what's happening is that you're working your will. And when you work your will, that's when magic happens. And you can't put fear in the factor. The people who fear the less are the ones who get the most. Uh, are the ones that are going to be happiest. The people who need the least and the people who fear the least are the happiest people. That's that. Those are and and those are usually, you know the ones that uh that could, like you said are happy with themselves before seeking outside for happiness. Those are ones that are usually they find happiness within themselves. Yeah, but then all they do is pick fights. Pick fights with everybody. Oh my goodness. Because they're miserable. And if oh. I'm miserable, you're going to be miserable. You're miserable, yep. <laughs> no one's going to be happy if I'm not happy. It's so true. Uh, so who do you call that? The negative Nancys? <laughs> no, they call it the Debbie Downers. Yeah, <laughs> that one, yep. Negative Downers and Debbie Downers, yep. Oh, I can't take it. I can't stand it. I, 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 I. Few away, I skew away from people like that because it's like, oh, God! And if you stick around it too long, it can it could uh, rub off on you. So definitely, I, I try to steer away from that because I found I, there was one time in my life I, I thought I caught myself in in something like that where I felt it, 
and I like kind of it's like me looking around myself and like oh I had to like get up like I felt like I had to get that off of me I was like I felt myself kind of like you know it was weighing in on me too and, and it was kind of rubbing off and I didn't like it I didn't like what I see I didn't like what I saw and I had to like I definitely stepped away from it yeah a lot of people become their environment and they end up becoming like you said they end up becoming nasty mm-hmm. or not pleasant and um you know and you know, and, and they have to reevaluate themselves. Like a lot of times people end up acting and they're aware. This is the beautiful thing. When you're aware that you are being nasty or you're aware that you have a short fuse, then that's like a good thing because now you can make healthier changes. Yeah. Very true, very true. So but if you don't make those changes I don't care how many years go by, 2020, 2021, 22, and 85, makes no difference. Nothing changes unless you change. Yep. That's a change if nothing changes. That's so true. And then if you're going to complain about it and not do nothing about it, then you might as well just sit on down and take a seat. (laughs) Stop complaining. You know, you're not willing to do the work. (laughs) So what was, so tell us, what was the happiest moment of your 2019. What were some of your biggest accomplishments of 2019? Hmm, let's see here. I actually will say of 2019, Artie is the day I decided to start podcasting. Oh, cool. Yeah, and from that day on, my whole worlds my my perspective on things have changed the way I feel the way I look towards things it opened up my creative you know my creativity again that I had lost years ago I really wasn't doing any more poetry or any of that and then I got to meet people like you <laughs> I would have never met you if Aww. I didn't decide to podcast you know I wouldn't have met Steve that's awesome and believes in me and just he just goes hard and I'm so grateful for him introducing you me and you and yeah I just met like so many cool people that have uh, like let me in and then like have shared so many things with me that I try to let them know that did something for me that I took from the, the interview or the conversation or and it did something for my, my life that I went and changed or took a look at or something or I, I gained strength from because I didn't have that type of support around me at all whatsoever until I started podcasting I mean, people from all across the world. You know. See, when you want to make a difference in people's other people's lives and stuff like that, you really want to make a difference. It automatically improves your life. Wow! Yeah, it's so true. So true. It, uh, it so goes good. hand in hand. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So yeah. You can ask me that question to kind of maybe light up there because that's the two most important things to me right now is my son and then. This where I'm going with this podcasting because I, I wanted to go to get to a place that I can um, financially, you know, support me and my son, and then I could raise my son. Um, he's at school, and I'm trying to get him from point A to point B because I got to be at work. So I got to be at my nine to five, my eight to two, you know, and then get back home and get homework or whatever we can salvage of the day and do it all over again. I don't want that anymore, especially after what he's been through. I want to actually raise my son. I want to be home 
I want to be able to be involved. Or just, I just want to raise my son. And I, so that's my dream for 220 is to be able to financially make it, support myself and, and turn my, my podcasting and my other ventures into a, a you know, a, a income, you know, to support myself and my son where I, so I, that I can raise him you know, versus being gone for so many hours a day to still be broke. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. We bust our butts, you know what I mean? To, to look at and then look around and be like, whatever, where is it? Where's the money? All the hours and stuff you put in for like a, for a year, you know, working so hard. It's like, what do you, I know for me, it's like, what do I have to show for it? And I'm so tired. Already, I'm just so tired of that way. So this, I'm going to, you know, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm doing something for myself, doing something different. But I'm willing to make that change at those sacrifices. Yeah, you remind me of Michael Jackson. Make that change. Uh, yeah, I remember that song. Make this Yeah, make that change. Yeah, yep, yep, for sure. It's all good, dear. It's all good. Yeah. I well, mean, that's good. Well, I'm, well, I'm proud of you. For, for being able to stand on your own and, and, and to be independent and to make a living for yourself and to support your son and and not be a victim to uh, not be a victim to society and, and their ways and you're calling your own shot and you're creating your own life the way you want it to be that's awesome yeah I mean you got to you, know, you have a lot to be proud of the world will try to bully you too you know bullying is everywhere <laughs> Everybody's trying to tell somebody else what to do, what they can't, cannot do, you know. And it's just like, no, because because I'll break it down for y'all, and you know what I mean. And I'll, I'll take it back to the Constitution, open it up, and say, pursuit of happiness. Darn it! So what's going on here? And you look around, you're like, I see pursuit of happiness going on around here. <laughs> you know, I always like to bust out the Constitution and be like, hmm. You know, a lot of people don't know know that, you know. But that's, that's the type of person I am. I'll be like. Who says here? <laughs> so yeah, that's just my funny self. And yeah, I feel like everybody has a right to, to pursue of happiness and to be happy and to, you know what I mean, want to seek it, however, you know what I mean? As long as they're not hurting anyone. <clears throat> Everyone has a right to be happy. And yeah. if other people can't appreciate who you are or whatever makes you happy, then don't let it be your problem. That's their problem. Exactly. You know, tell them to stay in their lane. That's what I'm going to need everybody to do this year. Stay in their lane. I'm carrying a lot of seats with me too, Artie. I have seats for everyone. Uh, you can sit down now. <laughs> Here's a seat. Thank you. That's I'm right. <laughs> or as some people would say, get out of my face. <laughs> oh, man. Back it up. <laughs> I told my friend the other day, I was like, I'm not dropping mics anymore. I said, I'm passing them over to the next person. Now, I was like, and now what? <laughs> you know, I'm passing it to you. I'm not going to drop it anymore. Shoot. Might just put it in my pocket. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I'm going into 2020 with Lightheart. I just, a positive with laughter and just like that picture that you know that I have inside of me. That's how I feel. You know what I mean? So when you describe what you see with the picture, it's like, but that's not even what's inside of me. Right now, what I have inside of me is that picture that you're telling me that I need to portray. 
You know what I mean? Like I'm smiling and I'm probably like in a garden of dandelions or something and I'm just like so happy to be me. <laughs> That's what I feel right now inside. Good. You know? I wanna see I'm gonna see that on your face. Yeah, you definitely will because uh I'm a sweetheart. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put it to you short. I know we have to wrap up because it's it's the end of our hour. But but I'm gonna put it to you in short. Um life is like an Etch-a-Sketch. You know what an Etch-a-Sketch is? The game? Oh, yeah, the one you, like, shake and then you, uh... Yeah. Uh-huh. You could create your picture to be whatever you want it to be. And if you don't like what the picture you created, then shake it up and start again. You mean that? I like that. Hmm. I just I'm thought gonna... of that one. You did? Okay, that was good stuff, Artie. Because I was going to say, I might have used that for a show. How are you feeling about that? <laughs> <laughs> I feel pretty good. <laughs> I like that. I just like an etch Ooh, oh yeah, most definitely. Okay, you're good. <laughs> you need to be doing like some Hallmark cards or something, Artie. I got news for you. I actually have written Hallmark cards. Uh, I haven't sold them to Hallmark, but I got some really, really good, uh, wonderful birthday. Uh, cards that I've created and uh, and loving cards that I've created and I just got to put it out there. I just need somebody who could illustrate for me. Wow, that's to my awesome. words. Awesome, because yeah, that was you know I mean some good stuff right there. Because they have you, you sit back, and you think about it, and you're like, oh, okay. And then you actually probably actually follow through with that and be like, I could, I got this. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah no, I'm a very that. good. Yeah, I'm a very good writer. I'm very creative with my thoughts, and um, I have very good angels around me who are very, who send me beautiful thoughts and messages in the moment, and um, I'm very blessed that way. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 awesome. It really is. It's it's awesome. And I write down stuff, and I, you know, I have my website that I post up every single day. I have a website and an Instagram, Artie Hoffman, Instagram, Artie Hoffman, my website, whatever. And, um, you know, there's inspirational messages every single day that I post up there. And I have my assistant who's very creative on getting my messages out there in a very beautiful way when you see the pictures and stuff. It's very cool. Wow. So... Amazing, Adi. I know that you um said earlier uh, you have you um uh your about your book and then your your Facebook Live, right? That you that you have. Yeah, I have a Facebook Live show every Sunday night at eight p.m. Eastern time, and I do free readings for the people, and I connect to people's loved ones who have passed away, and um, I tell people about their future. And I help them with every aspect of the life. And so people write in one question. And then randomly, my assistant just picks out a question. She reads it to me, and I look at the camera when I'm on Facebook. And I tell people the answer. Um, so you got to check it out. It's, yeah. Artie Hoff- it's Artie Hoffman, mm-hmm. Angels and Answers, every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time. So it's... 5 p.m. Western time. And um, it's a very, it's a very entertaining show. 
and um, I, I make people laugh while I'm delivering some serious messages and it, it's good. It's all good. All right. I'm definitely going to start um, checking, checking that. I wrote it down and I'm definitely going to uh, um, be updating the listeners too so they can make this a part of their uh, this Sunday uh, my time it's, uh, Pacific 5 p.m. Thank you. Yeah. Um, also, I do readings for people. I mean, I do charge for private readings. And um, so if anybody wants to call me at 732-778-7173, uh, you could uh, call me up or text me and we can make an appointment and I'll explain to you my race and uh, connect to your loved ones or tell you about where you're going in your life. I'm a good life coach, a spiritual advisor and all that other good stuff. So, and I've read for over 29,000 people in my career and I've been doing it for over 30 years and uh, I, I have therapists who come see me for answers. So, cool. so I, I, I know what I'm talking about and I get all the messages from the angels, from the Holy Spirit, your loved ones who passed away. I get all the answers. They send it into my thoughts and I share it with you. So, again, you can email me, Hoffman at gmail. And again, and I do parties and I do events and I do speakings and I do fundraisers. And so again, my number is 732-778-7173. Again, it's already Hoffman at Gmail. And it was a great pleasure to share time with you. Yes, yes, yes. It's always a pleasure. And you know, you got to come on back sometime. But definitely come out here to uh, California. Hopefully I'll be in a position to, to, to connect with you. Well, you got a guaranteed big hug waiting for you if that happens. Well, that, that, see, that makes it even more worth it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for stopping by, everybody. This was Artie Hoffman, like New Zealand's friend. Um, 2020 is going to be amazing. And uh, yes. It's going to be the best year of your life. You know, I'm over here dancing. Like, you're doing this right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, All right. Well, happy you. and a healthy new year to you and your son. Thank and you. To, so much. And, and um, I bless you with nothing but prosperity and uh, good health and uh, to have love, the, the true love of your life to come into your life as soon as possible. Oh, thank you. Oh, <laughs> trying to make me cry here. Honey, you enjoy your um, New Year's and have fun. All right, sweetheart. All right, I send my love to you and to everyone who's listening. Thank you. We love you too, Artie. All right, sweetheart. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, honey.